Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, I'm Sophie Ellis-Bexter and welcome to Spinning Plates, the podcast where I speak to busy working women who also happen to be mothers about how they make it work. I'm a singer and I've released seven albums in between having my five sons aged 16 months to 16 years, so I spin a few plates myself. Being a mother can be the most amazing thing, but it can also be hard to find time for yourself and your own ambitions. I want to be a bit nosy and see how other people balance everything. Welcome to Spinning Plates. Hi. Um, happy Mother's Day. What do you do if you are a mother? or you have a mother <laughs> that you celebrate um, for your Mother's Day. I'll tell you what my Mother's Day is every year. I really look forward to it. It's a lion breakfast in bed. Um, I got a lovely breakfast in bed today with a little vase of daffodils and some chocolates. And Richard even got me a little present, which was a tiny uh, electric screwdriver. This is a good thing because I'm the one who does all the flat packs in the house. I love putting things together like that. And I love the fact I have my own screwdriver. I already have my own hammer, so I'll add it to the collection. Um, anywho, I have come out of the house. It's peaceful and quiet under the guise of collecting milk and ketchup. But I'm actually going to talk to you. So, I am going to learn from my mistakes and I'm not going to keep ending the previous podcast with who I've got coming up because I've got it wrong twice. It's a new thing I was trying out. I've seen professionals do it. It doesn't work for me because I'm obviously not quite at that level yet <laughs> where a streamlined ship and everything always goes as it should. So, I know I said I'd be speaking to Ellie Taylor this week. That will be next week. This week... Okay, so I recorded this conversation back in November and then there were some complications with putting it out because 
This is the first time ever I've spoken to two people at once, and they are incredible. They are called Mim and Liv Nervo. They are these beautiful Australian twin sisters who DJ and songwrite. They've written some massive tunes. I met them 10 years ago, maybe more actually. We wrote a song called Not Giving Up, which is a big trance record I did with a DJ called Armin Van Buren. But I had such a lovely time working with them. They were so full of energy. Oh, sorry if it's getting a bit windy. Rachel, tell me off for that with the microphone. Um, yeah, they're so full of energy, so positive, so lovely. We had lots of giggles and we got lots done. And yeah, I was really thrilled with them. I mean, I see them every once in a while, but they travel the world a lot. And when I saw they were both pregnant at the same time, I thought, is that, you know, photography trick? Surely these girls who are so close together and also work together... Um, you know, they're such good friends, I mean, as well as sisters. Surely they're not also having a baby at the same time. But they were. How lovely. And then it was my 40th birthday and I invited them to come to my birthday party. And Liv came with her six-month baby bump and Mim with her tiny, I think then maybe only six-week-old baby strapped to her front. And poor Liv was in a bit of a state of shock, really. She'd found out two weeks before that... The father of her baby actually wasn't going to be involved in her baby's life at all. He had um, he had another another family, and so she was suddenly facing the prospect of raising a baby on her own. I mean, not completely on her own. She has Mim. She has family around her, but you know, not not in the way that she thought, and not without and without a supportive um, father in the frame for her daughter. So, when I came to speak to them, I would have spoken to them anyway. I mean, being international DJs who also have tiny babies, that's pretty unique. But obviously, Liv has another side to her story, which is even more... Well, it's not the typical, but sadly, it's far from being the only story of its kind. So anyway, I should probably say there's a bit of a... Maybe, I don't know, is it the right time, a trigger warning for anyone that might find it traumatic to listen to a tale where someone has, you know, going th- gone through something very upsetting that involves um, deception and, uh, yeah, being, being lied to effectively. Uh, but anyway, I don't really want to put it in my words. I want to let Liv tell her story. But I think the overwhelming themes are that Mim and Liv are such a powerhouse Sometimes they're so entwined with each other, you won't be able to tell who's speaking when. It doesn't really matter, actually. If you get a bit confused sometimes, you'll know when it's the, when, when the time's right, you'll know when it's Liv and when it's Mim. And they're now raising these daughters who are cousins, but obviously they've got this sisterly bond too. So it sort of continues as it will. There's a lot of optimism and positivity there. But, um, but yeah, it's been sort of forged by fire, really. Uh, the the framework of how they are raising their their children anyway as i said they put it much better than i ever could and i've really by now my family would have expected me to return home with the ketchup and the milk rather than just wandering around the back streets talking to you so anyway i will speak to you on the other side and um yeah i hope i hope me maybe have some tissues nearby all right lots of love see you in a bit bye Why are we programmed to not like the sound of our own recorded oh. voice? Don't you think that's quite odd? Yeah. yeah. No one likes the way they sound. No, when they no. Back. You can cope with it though, Mim. You're better. Well, when we're recording vocals, yeah. but speaking. Oh speaking yeah, singing's voice, different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, oh, no, then no, I can singing's... listen to myself forever. To be fair. <laughs> to be... <laughs> 
Don't sing, not for me, I can't. <laughs> not joking. I like, never listen to myself back then either. I can't, it's really bad. I mean, Richard, because he's a bass player, when he's listening back to his album stuff, yeah. he'll listen to it over and over and over. Oh, no, no, and no. With no, me, no, I'm no. like, if I'm ever in a on. meeting or at a friend's house and they want to play our records, I'm like, please turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I can't relax. I'm the same. Listening. Exactly the same. Yeah. And I don't want reverential listening either. I don't want anyone playing like, you know, the head nodding. and like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good one. Like, I'll oh, stop it. Oh, it's yeah, so embarrassing. Yeah. Just take it away and listen to it privately. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to know. It's fine. And actually, I like not listening to music a lot of the time. Like, I like silence. Oh, really? So yeah. at home you don't have music playing? No, I don't I have like the radio, radio Well, you like podcasts. I like classical music and talkback radio. How yeah. old am I? <laughs> no, but it's probably quite reassuring as well because it's a step outside of of anything that might refer to work. Mm, yes, So it feels exactly like it's just right. your own, You're not mm. something separate. It. I think that's quite healthy sometimes. Yeah. Um, where are your girls at the moment? Are they together? They are. Uh, They're at home with our miracle nanny. We uh, call her Miracle Megs. <laughs> <laughs> and she helps us, you know, in times like this when we have to both scoot off to do work. She lives with us. Oh, that's so nice. Mm. So, but you weren't all together through lockdown? Or you were? No, no, Megs was with me in Australia and Mim was in Barcelona with her in-laws. Yeah. Okay. But mm. Megs is one of six kids, so she can handle the drama as well, which uh, is great. That's very important. Yeah, super important. You might need to send her over here sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency shift. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, sometimes, because it's quite a lot of kids here, you do feel like you need to sort of make sure people are all right with... Well, it's a certain pitch that happens in oh, big families that's slightly different to small Yeah, parents. some people can't handle no. the drama, the constant mm. drama. But we're two of four, mm-hmm. so we're kind of used to the constant drama. And where yeah. are you in the... Right we're in the, the middle. In the middle, uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, I only just realised you've got different birthdays. No, no we that's didn't. fake. That's it's fake. fake. Yeah, there's so, so, so disappointing. Fake. Wikipedia. It's yeah, so Wikipedia. Yeah. Do you know, we try to edit that. I never all even the normally time. look at Wikipedia, and like, yeah. someone looked it up earlier because I was telling Niall, who you met earlier. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, different birthdays. I, like, I didn't even know that. That's no, so. It would be not really true. cool. Oh, it would be really yeah, cool. Identical twins on different days. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't believe that's fake. That's so funny. We've tried to edit. Are you actually even sisters? That's conspiracy theory. Let me call my mum. Yeah, we've we've tried to edit it a million times, and each time it just gets edited back. Mm. Who's doing that then? I don't know. No idea. Someone who really likes the idea. Yeah, (laughs) having different birthdays. Who knows? Are either of the dates on Wikipedia correct? No, no. Oh, it's not. It says eighteenth of February, isn't it? Ah, no. It says it says the seventeenth and eighteenth of October. There you go. What were the eighteenth of February? That is so ah, weird. Not even the month. That's random. That's really funny. Kids, Wikipedia needs funding. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It always does. Someone's for. definitely fiddled with my one. I mean, and Richard's one for ages said something about how he had a, like a heroin overdose backstage oh, at a feeling. Oh. <laughs> Just like buried it in there. Um, who yeah, would write which that? he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it gives him street cred a little bit. <laughs> I know, and someone's definitely Gosh. edited mine. And then I've suddenly thought, should I go on there and like make it correct? And I thought, oh, I don't think you I can. can't be bothered. I don't think you, because we've tried as ourselves, and mm. you can't do it as yourself. So we've gotten like an assistant to do it, and mm. and it always it just gets, gets changed, changed back. back. What we go back to the October. Worldwide web of- <laughs> I find that really funny. Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. also most people do start like lazy research. Yeah. Not like me, obviously. I'm extent well, of course. What, what really, do? people look at Wikipedia all the time. Yeah. In fact, I actually love Wikipedia. Yeah. yeah. Um, you think it's an impartial view. Because yeah. if you go to an artist's website, you mm. think it, they're, you know, they're upselling or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no. 
Where is the truth? Scoop. Right, um, right, right here on this podcast. I know. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Maybe um, we could finally edit it back because of this podcast. Exactly. Let's start a petition and get it changed. <laughs> or just keep it open, then you get birthday presents in February and Great. in October. Yeah. So it could work out quite well. In that, fact, you get two days in October, so yeah. it's all good. That yeah. is how we worked it out because everybody, all our fans were like, happy birthday. I'm like, so weird. They're all like, saying happy birthday. <laughs> so, so out of sync with the reality. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think we even posted a birthday post like years ago to kind of set the record. Oh, happy birthday to us. Yeah, yeah, And then everyone was, yeah. You know what as well? People don't really necessarily want the truth. It's like there's things that come up a lot of times and then, you know, I remember recently there's a story that said that um, I was offered... The Kylie song "Can't Get You Out of My Head." Oh yeah, and I, I wasn't, and uh-huh. I remembered I did an interview, funnily enough, for an Australian um, radio show earlier mm. in the year because uh-huh. I was supposed to be touring Australia in April, and I'd already done a few bits of press for it, and um, so I said on this radio show, "Oh no, that's not actually true," and they went, "Oh, we can set the record straight." I went, "I said, look, I'm gonna, I'll tell you, yeah. I didn't, and it will make no difference. <laughs> People will still continue to think I did turn that song down." Yeah. And it's like sometimes the truth just doesn't want to get in the way of a good story, you know? Yeah. 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 That's why I like things like <laughs> these podcasts. And also the other day, I mean, I I love a bit of the Daily Mail. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> you? a, you're not supposed to admit it, but yes, of course. I just do. I love the... Christ, how much of that do you think is real? Well, not a lot of it. But I remember, you know, recently there's this saga going on with um, Will Smith and Jada. Yes, I'm aware of the uh, saga. And she has this uh, Facebook program yeah, called The Red room. room or The Red Table or something yes. like that. Mm. And it was really good because it, she was setting the record straight because mm. the press had But been... she only set the record straight when... The whistle was blown. Of course. After the whistle. But that's okay, isn't it? Well, it kind of, for me, is a little bit of a reactive, I don't know. Yeah, Up until that point, you believed that they were in this incredibly honest relationship. Well, Well, no, I don't think it was. No, it was, Liv. They actually broke up, but they just didn't want to tell the world that they did break up. Well, I guess that's the whole thing. They just didn't, they left out the bits. You leave out the bits, but then you, then you still let this facade carry on by leaving out. Yeah, but that opens up a big, big can of worms, like how much Much do do you you need to tell everyone? Mm. I know, that's true. I mean, you're like that, Soph, like you don't show photos of your kids, their faces, and, you know, you keep a lot of stuff private. I I sometimes think people, it's yeah, nice you to keep a bit of privacy, right? Yeah, but it's also, it's so personal, those decisions, because everybody has it their is. own thing. And for some people, what I've done with what I've shared is too much. And some people, it's not enough. And I think, yeah. I think you just got to do what feels comfy for you. And I, my instinct is normally, if just before you post something or whatever, or tweet something, you think... Is this the right thing to do? Don't do it. It's probably answers no. Yeah, yeah. And um, occasionally I've done something, and then it's always sort of bitten me back a bit. But I mean, I went during the lockdown. I ended up showing the kids all of them in oh, my yes. actual home, yes, and I was a the bit disco. like this. Um, yeah, and it just felt like something. The, the idea of the privacy thing just suddenly felt completely irrelevant because oh. the whole world was so topsy turvy. But you share a lot of your life on online, don't you? Yeah, of your life. Yeah, but I didn't. I did a little bit at lockdown, but. I got coronavirus and honestly, I was out for 11 days. I was completely out. And then when I was finally getting better, my boyfriend got sick. And then when he was getting better, my mother-in-law got sick. Oh, no. Been through it with all of them. Yeah, we really did. That's why when I hear these stories about some people, how they don't uh, have, like they have, maybe they lose their smell and their scent and that's it. You know, we had fever, we had sore throat, cough. 
fatigue. Yeah. We lost our scent and our smell. So, yeah. you know, I'm glad I don't have coronavirus anymore. Yeah. And I'm glad to be back in the UK. And, uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I think, you know, this is the new norm. Yeah, this, well, and it's, but it's still shifting, isn't it? It's a little bit of standing on ice plates or something. Like mm. Just stand up and get your balance and then well, something will kind of shift again. I was reading mm. an amazing quote the other day and I sent it to my friend actually. Let me get it out. It's a, a, a Darwin quote. Oh, I love this quote. Yeah. Charles Darwin, it, was not, uh, it, wasn't, it isn't adaptation. the strongest animal that survives. It's the animal most... Um, Adaptable. Here we yes. go, yeah. It's not the strongest of the species that survives nor the most intelligent that survives. It's the one that is the most adaptable to change, mm. that lives within the means available and works cooperatively against common threats. Mm. I think that's so Incredible. nice for right now. Yes. Because yeah. everyone gets stressed and understandably so with COVID because you're thrown into completely different situations of, you know, um, being with Jobless. your in-laws the whole time or being yeah. Yeah, without mm. income and having to feed your family. Mm. But it's true. We just need to adapt. We need to be able to yeah. try. Well, I do think that maybe some the fact that we're all musicians might have helped us a little bit because yes. you'll have the same thing that I felt. And as soon as everything went topsy-turvy and my diary was clear, I thought, well, I'm so used to the fact that until I'm literally on stage doing the gig, yeah. Yeah. it can always change Correct. at the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's unnerving to have a completely you know, quiet year, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, at least I'm, I'm used to that feeling of, mm. you know, you're never doing it till you're there doing it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. See, it was mm. a bit different with us because we were really... We're always booked up six months in advance. Mm. We, we can't change things. No, but it did clear our calendar. It cleared so our COVID, calendar. But normally your work's really, really rigid, regular. But really that's, rigid. Yeah, that is quite unusual in the musician. But that, yeah, that's only been for the last... 10 years while well, we've oh, been successful. I say, just, yeah, it's just for the last decade. <laughs> I, know. Well, we, I know. I but know. I, I find like I know with me when I when I want to plan my personal time with my boyfriend, mm. I've had to plan it months in advance. Oh, wow. Like, okay, I can see you this weekday. Yeah. You know, oh, my it's goodness. Really, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you've had a big, big change then if you've suddenly found a lot more quiet and yeah. not working. And yeah. is that the longest you've not seen each other? Yeah. yeah. Physically, Aww. yeah. But we saw each other every day on Skype and yeah. Zoom or... That's yeah, help. It's true. Yeah. yeah, we were doing, catching up on things like, you know, filing our Dropbox, you know, making yeah, our Dropbox those sort of, Yeah, <laughs> Admin. <Yeah. laughs> DJ and Admin. still not even, we haven't even scratched the surface. No, exactly. Right. Well, I think maybe you're like me, I had such good intention at the beginning of sorting so many things and then yeah. I just... I had this weird, mad rush of it at the beginning and I was like, you know, sorting out drawers and cleaning yeah. cupboards and touch for ages. Amazing. And then after about, <laughs> probably about a month, the novelty just totally wore off. I was great like, that, actually. Great that you lasted a month. <laughs> it's like, like quite long. We're disinfecting everything. We went <laughs> alcohol and we cleaned absolutely everything and I think that was the only time. Oh, really? The first time? <laughs> yeah, well, I've dusted things that never been dusted before. Oh. And now they look dusty again, so what was the point of that? Yeah. Well, it turns out you have right. to do it regularly, otherwise there's no effect. Well, you've got an army of helpers. That's what's good with you do as well. I? Are they helpers? <laughs> do, do they? Do no. You, really? No. Oh. They're, I mean, no. They're not really helpers, no. Um, no. They kind of just pootle around, do their own thing. Everybody leaves a little trail. Oh. I think if I just stepped back, I'd be able to tell what everybody did all day and where really? they were. Yeah, definitely. See, I think our family, our parents had kids so that we would help because we all had... Well, we were trained to help, chores, weren't we? Um, non-stop. We, weekends were garden time, you know, yep. time to help Dad in the garden on yep. the weekend. And we were all separated and had our own patches. 
oh, wow. that we needed to do. So it did like, it work? Did it, do you think you had a good, a positive effect? On do you know what? I th- we're chores. so different. And actually, when you speak to our siblings, we all have such a very different um, recollection of our upbringing, which is so weird. We that all lived weird. in the same house. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, we and, think we had a great upbringing. Yeah. It was strict. It was strict. Yeah. But you'll speak to our sister and she thinks, well, she should have been able to do this, that and the other and she didn't get this, that. And So it's very Mom interesting. Mum and a bit more strict with her. Like she I was remember the first. her mm. first school dance, she wasn't allowed to wear a skirt that was shorter above her than knee. Yeah, above her knee mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm. And I remember when we were... She got really upset at that. Yeah, we well, wore that quite often the way, isn't it? When the first ones had the slightly more yeah. stricter upbringing, the next one is just like, and it's also there's the two of you. Exactly, yeah. it's a bit more of a force. Like it is hard as a parent <laughs> if you if you're outnumbered with yeah. kids. So. Yeah, suddenly yeah. there's three of you all wanting to do the same things, even yeah. though she's older. So yeah, yeah and then I think with my brother, them. he didn't care about the dances, the school dances, <laughs> did he? Whereas <laughs> 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 us girls did. Yeah, and no, did probably parent- even more lax on him. Big time. Oh yeah, yeah I think but- you're under the radar number four. It's just yeah. like- yeah. Sleeping off and doing his own thing. I already know my fourth will be the one who's shimmering down the drainpipe for sure. He's, he's only four, but I can see it. It's I can see that look in his eye. Do you ever? Because yes. you've, you've got all your kids now with all different ages. Mm. Do you ever worry that you know you're doing something wrong that could like disturb them mentally in their life later on? Like, of course, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's parenting in a nutshell. Well, isn't I it? worry about for that for better a and lot. for worse. I mean, yeah, I think. I try not to, but sometimes I feel like a really great mum, and other times I feel like a terrible mum, and. I, you know, I, I like to read up about stuff and have conversations with other parents yeah. and take on board new things. And sometimes I think, oh my goodness, I've been doing it all wrong. I should have, yes, I should just start again. I should have done this, that, and the other. And um, yeah, it's. I think parenting as a whole is just a lot more reactive than I thought. I thought it was mm. more about. Um, what you intended to do but actually you get your small person and then they dictate so much about Tell what they about need it. from you I mean how old yeah. are your little girls now my little girl's 14 months and mm-hmm. mine is 16 and a half months how yeah. crazy is that they're so close don't you think that's crazy yeah. I mean obviously as you're done, you work together um, now <laughs> we live as, together yeah as well. you live together yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you found out you were both having babies at the same time, did that feel like of course we are or was it well yeah because we're both trying at the same time yes and um and we were lucky we both got pregnant yeah, super quickly. easily. Ah. Mm. Yeah, that could have been really difficult, couldn't it, if one of you had, was much further on. and Yeah, and then it was just perfect as well with, you know, taking breaks. It was great. It yeah. was perfect. And now it's even more perfect. Yeah. I see already the benefit in the two little girls. You know, yeah. they don't, at the moment, they don't share the same nappy size, but often they do. <laughs> oh, you can make nappies fit different sizes. Yeah, yeah. Sure. just go bigger. <laughs> Go bigger, exactly. <laughs> Don't go small. Do they react a lot when they saw each other after they've been apart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But they're at the stage though where they they um they annoy each other a bit. You know, they they're they trying want, to they teach want all them the toys. how to share. Mm. Uh, I know grown ups that are bad at that. Yeah. yeah, it's just you know they want both. We we bought two parrots and they're identical. <laughs> we wanted one for each kid, mm. and for some reason my daughter Ithaca will want both of them mm. and steal them both, and then Ace will want the yeah. other. You know. Do you find she is a bit more dominant being that little tiny bit older? They take it in turns. No, I actually think Ace is a bit more ballsy. Yeah, Yeah, your girl's a little more gentle, I think. Yeah, Ace Ace is... And so where do you get your advice, like for five kids? Well, I'm pretty sure that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast. Because you know when you start doing a project and then halfway through it kind of dawns on you why you think, what made me want to do this? And I think I've been spending time talking to 
all these other amazing women. Mm. And like, I always wanted to talk to you guys because I yeah. think um, there's a lot about our work that's similar. Yes. But also I think there's lots of things that we just totally unique to, to you. And um, I think it's for me to get advice and sometimes solidarity and sometimes mm. to be reassured and other times just to be encouraged. Learn. I think, yeah, to learn. I think as well, I, I, I even though my mum was really strong and was always a working mother, I think... Is your parenting similar to your mother's? In, in a lot of ways, yes. But I think I've struggled more with giving myself permission to have my own thing. than oh. she, she didn't seem to... She always seemed to be brilliantly sort of guilt-free, even though she was always working. I, and in a brilliant way, like we've got a brilliant relationship. I, don't, yeah. I never viewed, resented any of her work. It oh, didn't yeah. occur to me. But I think I've sometimes been a bit more apologetic about... about Having my, to go off to go for yeah. work. Maybe. And also the fact that I need it. It's not just something I do. Mm. I actually... I want that for myself and yeah. I've had to sort of remind myself. So I think it's part of the reason I'm having the chats anyway, yeah. Yeah, mm. I remember. I think your parents can teach you so much and grandparents as well. We're lucky our oh, grandmas yeah. are still alive mm. and they were very involved in our upbringing. Um, but I, what I like about speaking to peers and women in your same age group or who've had kids maybe a few years before you, like when I spoke to you about sterilising. Oh, yeah. You were the first person that said to me, don't worry about sterilising those bottles, you know. It's a lot of work and a lot of time and you're busy. And <laughs> just, you know, wash it with hot water and soap and make sure you wash it well and that's yeah. good enough. But you know what? I didn't get up. So I've got my girlfriend Lauren told me that when I had my third. Oh, no. She's like, waste. you see what I mean? She was like, are you still sterilising? I was like, well, yeah. And she goes, look, you don't, if you're breastfeeding, you don't sterilise everything. Like, yeah. it's, it's okay. Mm. As long as things are clean and it's fine. So that was like passed down, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I didn't. I I spent a lot of time doing things like that, and you know, there's no judgment about any of it. You know, if someone wants to sterilise to the seven or whatever, or any of yeah. the things we end up doing, they're all. Some of them are, are common sense things, and some of them are there to make us feel like we're doing the best job yeah. for our yeah. small people. So there's sort of different ways you're approaching everything and yeah. learning on 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 the hop, aren't you? And simply, of course, especially your first child when you have a kid. It's such a disruption mm. in terms of you know nothing about yes. it you've been working so hard at your career for so many years so you you feel confident in that mm. but then when a baby comes along and you're like oh do I need a crib do I need a special pillow for them to sleep in do I need a sterilizing well, yeah. machine well you're a new consumer market as well so they'll be yeah. like yeah. you need these things for the best kind of baby but I mean you said you felt confident about your career but how how long did you go take before you went back to work with your babies? Oh. Don't. That Super was terrible. Cool. Eight days. I was going to say, it looked like you didn't really stop. From- no. Eight days? Yeah, but with no, 11 guilt. days, I think I you got were- guilted terribly. Yeah. Terribly. You got guilted, what, from from the work that you had booked? We or? had a client that we were working for. We were doing a, like a branding deal for them. It was a th- it's a three-year deal. It was a we're three-year still deal. In the deal. And mm-hmm. we had to... Um, uh, do service days. Service days and we had to provide assets so they could post on their, you know, social media or uh-huh. use them. And anyway, we... D- After year one... Uh, they had the option to pick up year two and three. Mm-hmm. And we said to them, we knew we were pregnant at that time, so we had, but we hadn't told anyone. No, and also because I had a threatened miscarriage, so I was like really not telling anyone. Yeah. I hadn't told our agent. We told our agent about you. Yeah. But we were and like, we said to them, look, guys, I know you're going to be expecting us to to create some more content because it would be mm. them cre- having a film crew come and create content for us. But because they wanted to shoot it right in the time when I was seven months pregnant, so I was going to be big and fat and didn't really want to be shooting visuals for it that big. And Mim was, was Just, basically would have had a new newborn. Mm. Yeah, And I said to them, 
if you want, if you need us to create content content at that time of the year, do not pick up option two. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do this deal. Yeah. And they picked it was it a up. woman. It was a woman who was running the whole campaign, and she's like, "Don't worry, I'm a mother. I get it. We'll we'll create um, tools beforehand, or if we don't get the chance, we'll we'll do something creative." Yeah. And then what do you know? Yeah. Literally a week before I gave birth, our agent was like, "You have to do this. That you've signed the contract." Oh, and we were like, no, "We told you we didn't want to do this." Yeah. It was. That a, makes it was me a, feel terrible for you. That's awful. It yeah. was awful. And what's worse is, oh God, we our house was broken into on the oh, shoot. The shoot was a disaster because shoot. we it was Ithaca was eleven days old. Mim's partner wasn't in town. He had to we, dash at that off. point. We hadn't had a. Um, a nanny. I was se- seven months pregnant, and so we we found a nanny. Seven and a half months. Yeah, pregnant. we found a nanny, but then somebody left um, a suitcase on the road with all of our everything in it, our clothes. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, and of course it got stolen because it's in Notting Hill. So it was just a disaster. It was a total oh, disaster. That is, I can yeah. feel the pain of that. And then the house got robbed because of something in the suitcase and it was yeah, just, yeah. it was oh. like just a dominoes of like, we didn't want to do this job. No, yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. basically bullying you as well. And someone, yeah. who, as you say, the people you, who reassured you, just not thinking at all about how you they were don't feeling. Care. Or... I'm sorry, they don't care. No, business don't. is agents, business. Agents don't care. No. Their job is to get you gigs. But the problem is we did warn them. We gave them six months notice. Yeah. And even the company, we said, please don't, you know, don't continue with contract. Um, well, I mean, I remember when I was having Mickey, I got a job offer, but they said, but the thing is, um, I knew I was going to be about seven months pregnant. They said, but the clients asked if you can dress so it doesn't look like you're pregnant. Oh, I was like, well, no, I'll be pregnant. Well, how am I going to get that? a pregnant woman on stage if that's what you can get me? <laughs> you, and how creepy anyway? Why do you yeah. want to conceal my pregnancy from your rude. guests? It is rude. Yeah. That is yeah. rude. Yeah. And, I, and I, I also had a traumatic one where I'd booked in <sighs> when I had Mickey's, I mean, not Mickey, uh, Ray, my third. Um, I because I'd had the other two prematurely, I had a, a DJ gig that was in the diary. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it got booked and I thought, well, I'll probably have him early. Yeah. <laughs> Not planning premature births, but I just presumed it would happen. Yeah. Um, so by then he'll be like three months, I'll be fine. And of course he came full term. And oh, no. So he was, and I'd forgotten all about it. And I remember the week before looking at my diary and going, oh my God, Richard, we're supposed to be in, I think it was like Serbia or something next week. Yeah. And... <laughs> And it was too late to get a passport for him and I just had to leave. And I remember the night before just yeah. sobbing. Bawling I could not out. stop crying. Yeah. It was like he was being pulled off me with Velcro, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> like ripped off me. Like, you can't leave this tiny baby. I just, I just was all, and I vowed to myself, I will never, ever well, put horrible. myself in that situation. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Do you know what happened with us, which I found really interesting, is we did go back to touring, so quite a extensively. W- a month. Was it, oh, did I, I got one month off. You did. I Not remember even, I crying think. at Stansted Airport but we, in we the toilet. We with our babies. They had <laughs> Touch pa- a tiny baby. They, they got passports within... Oh, Within three weeks, it was wow. amazing. Yeah, and and so we did tour with the newborns for six months, which was quite easy. It was easy in terms of they they just sleep the whole time. Mm. But one thing that was really interesting, <laughs> like, mm, yeah, no, but one easy. thing that was super, it yeah. was a little it's bit doable. traumatic. It's doable. It's doable. Just, yeah. Mm. But your body, when you're breastfeeding, does yeah. not like touring in the baby. No. When you're at home and you're in a lovely schedule, mm. you are creating a lot of milk and yeah. everyone's happy. Mama's breasts are happy yeah. and baby's happy. But it happened to us last week. We were in Belgium. We had a job for some unicorn promoters that we work for. And the same thing happened to you, Liv. Oh, no, breastfeeding for me is was the hardest thing to do while touring. Just the managing of it, you know, yeah. a pump breaks. You know, I was an idiot and got the electronic one at the beginning. But, of course, you know, if you lose one part or if, you know, there's you not a strong a enough um, surge of power, then it doesn't work. So, yeah. luckily, I moved on to the hand pump ones. Yeah, the manuals. But I was... <laughs> I couldn't my, even get on with them, so I don't think you are foolish. Oh, the really? electronic ones are supposed to be... I mean, that's what I used to use, but oh really? Um, no, 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 I know that. Hand. I know that panic of when it's not working. Oh, and when it's you not... get obsessed with the idea of not being able to keeping your milk going. The amount of things I've googled of like, oh, gosh. how long can you be apart from your baby? And of course, you, all you get are all these mums and that people yeah. going. Um, well, I mean, you can leave your baby, but just don't. Yeah. Why don't you just not go on that trip? Why don't you just not do the work? And you're like, I have to do it. Yeah. I just want someone supportive. Like our mum is a super mum. Our mum flew over for my birth because I had a horrendous breakup <laughs> when I was six months pregnant. Remember I found yeah, out? Yeah, well, that, I know. It was, I mean, yeah. The old double life of my with my boyfriend. So then when I found that out when I was six months pregnant and then my mum, and I was terrified, terrified. of being a mum, A, be you were a completely a single alone. mum. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, well, we were there, but still, you. Yeah. Having to push a child out at birth on my own. Like the whole thing, I was were literally. Were you terrified already of the idea of having a baby or giving I birth? I mean, or I just... wasn't. 
Well, do you know what? No, I, I think wasn't terrified until this whole thing happened. Then I was really terrified. I think you'd been programming yourself for so long to have a baby with your ex partner. Yeah, well, we'd been speaking was, about yeah, it. Yeah, you'd been speaking about it for years, and yeah. then you was were this someone you've been him. with for quite a while. Yeah, I was with him over two years. Yeah. Oh wow. So, yeah, yeah, and we, it was a topic of our conversation since like the first couple of months that we were together. But then, so anyway, I went through a major traumatic breakup, and my mum came over, and I remember. I I think Ace was a month old and I had to go to Holland just for one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to Holland. I remember being at Stansted and that pump broke. Mm. So I remember being in the toilet and and I didn't know how to express because no one had taught me how to express. So I'm literally crying over a sink (laughs) in Stansted going, why am I on this plane? Why did you accept this gig? Yeah. Yeah, you do have those moments. <laughs> oh, I well, I, I mean, obviously not everybody can relate to the idea of having to fly and do that sort of work with a yeah. tiny baby, but I think every mum that's gone back to work when they're still breastfeeding their baby will know that feeling of oh, just the, horrible. the desperation. And, like, I mean... Yeah. It's sadness. Feel, it is sadness. It is sadness. And, it's, um, and it also feels like the most important thing you're doing at the time yeah. is feeding a baby. And I think particularly if you're sort of dealing with the weirdness of being back at work and the worry yeah. about all that it's a job you can know you're doing that sort of connects you to the fact that you're a new mum because otherwise yeah. you feel like you want to go up to everybody and go you know I've just had a baby <laughs> I've actually got a really small baby at home and um yeah. I think that I've had bits where yeah that there's been problems with breast pumps and things breaking and stuff and then you just feel like Gosh. this is this is awful I've sacrificed the, yeah. the ability to feed my baby for a job like what was yeah. I thinking what's wrong with me and my priorities you just feel like really screwy in your head and actually I think once you get you know, stop breastfeeding. You get your body, your brain like recalibrates. Yeah, you were saying <laughs> I can't wait for that. Clarity comes back. <laughs> it does a bit because I think it sort of takes over. Well, just for me anyway. It was like I was sort of almost obsessed with feeding. I think. I think that's a great obsession. <laughs> Feed your baby. Well, you I know? think it worked for me because I had hospitalised babies the first two, and so mm. they weren't weren't with me. Mm-hmm. And it was the one job I knew that the doctors couldn't do. It was like, okay, this will be my role. I will yeah, wear that hat and take home the industrial pump I got sent out from hospital yeah, we with. They've really too. improved a lot since then. But <laughs> oh, it's still like pretty industrial, don't worry. It's still pretty yeah. big and heavy, the one. <laughs> it makes this horrible noise. <laughs> oh, yeah, all of that, all of that. I remember so well, yes. Um, so when? how does it work in your field, though? Because so much of what you do is on stage and it's young and it's yeah. youth culture it and young, it's clubbing. Yeah. Well, we were really worried about that whole youth culture thing because... Our fans are young, you know. Yeah, it's, it's um, 15, 16, 17. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know. I think they've kind of moved with us a little bit. And I think, I mean, certainly from when we do post the babies. Yeah, we get a lot of um, love yeah. when we post baby photos. We probably lost a whole bunch of fans, but I think we might have gained, hopefully, we might have gained some. I think it also goes back to Liv and I, we did want to keep a few things private as well. Like we, our social media, like there's so many things going on in the world all the time, so many tragedies going mm. on, at the, you know, and we don't always, we don't like to post on all the tragedies. We like to, like what tragedies? all the big issues. I know we posted, of course, on Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah. But, you know, and we did post on the fires in Australia. Yeah. But the fires in California we didn't post mm. on. And yeah. there'll be certain worldwide topics that are sad yeah. that we don't post on because we like to keep our page happy yeah. and bright and exciting. Also, you know? You're positive people and yeah, what you're doing is a, it's a positive thing that you do and when you're 
DJing, the your whole thing is the catharsis mm. and the escape away from. Of course, oh, everybody mm. knows about all these things, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about this too. Because when you're an entertainer and things are quite cataclysmic stuffs happening yeah. globally, you think, is it okay that I'm doing something that's quite sort of oh yeah, like yeah. hearted? When some people are going through tough things, but actually humans are we're really complex, and mm. we can have all those emotions running concurrently, and especially, you know, when you're talking about a, a a platform like your you know your celebrity platform, there'll be other places that will be supplying them with all the information about mm. the, the fires in California and how yeah. it's affecting people and the rescue efforts and what's going on. Mm. They don't necessarily need us to also be Ed. the people in, informing them yeah. or, or because they, they, they're getting that information as well yeah. in their feed, you know. We're just sort of providing a different tone that's yeah. also reactive to what's going on because you do have to be reactive and did you find you do. it... Yeah. There is a pressure to, we have to post on this because this is what's happening right now. Yeah, I suppose on, you get people sometimes going, why are you not mentioning about this? So, you know, yeah. that can be quite... Well, I read an article the other day where there's... Oh, that's right. Um, uh, uh, Red Bull. Red Bull, the company, mm. they just fired three of their COOs or whatever, CEOs, the high up people. And they've been um, patronised. Yeah, they've been ridiculed. Ridiculed. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> they've been ridiculed for not posting on the Black Lives Matter yeah. m- movement. And um, we did post. Yeah. But that pressure to post as well, it's a lot of pressure. It is. Because everyone's talking about it. You do agree with what a lot of people are saying. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I find that I've, I I don't like posting all the time and I find mm. it's a big pressure of ours. Yeah. Because it's your window to the world. I don't yeah. enjoy making political statements. I, I just, you know. I don't. I know at the moment we, we do get go a bit more deep, especially now, like Mother's Day, we posted something quite strong. Yeah. Oh, well, we've our, it's funny when something happens to you, your eyes open like you have a child and then suddenly mm. you become so aware of yeah. what it takes to be a mother or, or you go through a betrayal and you, or a trauma and you become aware. But yeah, we did. So it was Mother's did. Day when you posted about. Well, your experience. Yeah, because I was literally frozen. I couldn't – and a lot of people asked, you know, because Mim's very, well, prolific, especially her partner's in the public eye. He loves social media. <laughs> he's, he's always posting. His post is all about Mim and their baby and stuff. And so we got a lot of questions, like, is it the same guy, is it the same dad? <laughs> you know, Liv, who's this guy? Could you, you know? imagine? And uh, I know you laugh, but – Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. the amount of times even friends asked us, it was not un- friends. Well, <laughs> colleagues, colleagues. Well, yeah, yeah, but what? Just not like friends. casually, like yeah, so. Yeah. What? Same dad? Yeah. yeah. You would be surprised how many people with people. That. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Just makes you laugh. think a lot of people are very sick in the head. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but, but also, it's such a weird thing to even if you're thinking it. Well, Which I think, I'm surprised at to actually then ask is really brazen, isn't yeah. it? Well, I, it is brazen, but I think like yourself, you're like, well, you got pregnant at the same time. How did that happen? It is a bit of a freak factor when people see us with two kids it at the same time. It doesn't mean it has to be the same person. No, no I agree. <laughs> but it's, I, Do people I, not understand how this thing works? <laughs> like, I, think, <laughs> I think people don't realise. It's possible you just, you know, yeah. met other people at different yeah. same yeah. sort of time frame. It's yeah, like yeah, the yeah, chronology yeah. can still yeah, work. Yeah, well, that's all it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we are. Um, yeah, I don't know. We pick and choose, I guess, yeah, when we kind like of... to go deeper. 
Well, it's, yes. but with, you know, with what happened, what made you want to post? Because I appreciate that you feel like you're certainly set on the record straight, but sometimes yeah. these things come from yes. something else. It's not just about no, that. No, I, um, I mean, I've been through every single emotion under the sun and there's, there's still a lot of anger involved in Let's what happened. Just, um, we'll just give a little recap. Basically, you yeah. explain what, your story. Um, no, so I found out when I was six months pregnant that my partner of over two years actually had a longer term partner, a, a girl that he was with in Auckland for 12 years and mm. he had two children and, and we were both pregnant at the same time. Have we, we haven't told you this? Yeah. I didn't know all the details. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought I told you. Well, I, yeah. I knew that he had a, a, a partner. He, oh, had, no. he actually had another partner he, he'd, as well. He had, one, he had three women what? actually, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a horrible story but he, uh, not three, three at the same time yes. for one part but there was just two of us for the most part. <laughs> oh, I mean, Dave, I'm so sorry. Oh, though, Sophie, thing. honestly. Yeah, oh, I went in to proper but shock. But it gets even worse. But gets so even we were both worse. pregnant. How can it get worse from that? Oh. We were both pregnant at the same time. Yeah. They were through this IVF. Is the girl in yeah. Yes, the um the twelve year relationship. And um and I found out, I mean, through this crazy sequence of events, but basically the sister of his partner found me in his office. And the, the deceit was so crazy. A lot of his mates were in on it. All his work colleagues were in on it. What? They all knew about our relationship. The godfather to his first child was the one that actually set her up. With yeah, who introduced me to him, you know, yeah. three and a half years And he part. went to school with his... Well, with the part. I call her partner. the wife. But yeah. So I just went through this like, whoa, what I've been living has been a lie for a couple of years and I'm I'm six months pregnant. What the hell am I going to do? And so I've now I see the world differently. It's really changed. Oh, my God, I don't want to cry. <laughs> no, it's very yeah. – there's nothing wrong with crying. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a big thing. But also look that you're here and yeah. strong and you've oh. come so far. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's and, pretty um, crazy what no, the mind like, and heart can endure. It is, but also, yeah. you know – this won't be just your story. There are no. other people that wow, experience that's now this. What, you well, know, I've you never that yeah, a lot. You do. But now I just have such a, like a strong um, what is it like admiration for single mums. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. just do it. I'm sorry. No, yeah, like, I, honestly, all, I knew there would be tears because it's um, you don't realize. You know, you know because when you we we did come from a lucky family. Our mm. parents are still together. You know, that's what we envisage for our yes, life. Yes. Going back to that Darwin quote, you know, yes. Liv was on the path, thinking she was on the path to that. To that, yes. And. Um, mm. And I think that's what's happened. It's just shattered her whole. Well, it's just yeah. Well, a lot, a lot of dreams, and now mm. she's doing so much research. She's been listening to podcasts and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Mm. And sadly, there is a world of women and men that are gravely betrayed by their partners. Yeah, and yeah. I think actually what you say about your own upbringing mm. is it's very. Everybody thinks that you are. You definitely mm. are, and you have examples of what you mm. you don't know until you're older. How much of is programmed and and, and learnt behaviour by the time you're only tiny, like yeah. seven or eight. Yeah. You've already learnt um, your first experience of what what love, how love, love is demonstrated, how um, you know your relationship with finance, actually money. These things are something little. Your relationship yeah. with food, all these things become things mm. that are actually learned from when you're really small, mm. and everybody you know assumes that growing up in a happy 
happy family, <laughs> together family. It is amazing. Is, it has, yeah, has untold rich, but it also yeah. can sometimes actually set a really high bar because if you yeah. see your fat, your mum and dad, and yeah. it's been a traditional household yeah. and they're always, they They've always seem really truthful. solid. And, yeah, But yeah. it not just sets a high bar, it it, you you don't realise that people like this exist. No. You don't realise And that rightly so. Most people are not like that. This world is... I still well, believe the world is full more of more good people yeah, than yeah, bad people. Yeah, I believe people. that too. But I think people are difficult. I think people... But I think I you know. learn... I think part of growing up in a, like, at least an honest environment... Don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't feel like... I or we are like naive people. I think I'm quite cynical. You know, in business, we've been done over more Too times than times. I can mm. remember. But and so I don't feel. And I, I obviously have had friends cheat on me, and partners cheat on, you know, friends. Uh, you know, everybody I yeah, know yeah. gets cheated on at one point. But um, I think what happens is when you grow up in an environment where you um, there's more truth, you don't actually believe that a massive lie could be happening no of course not it's it's hard to explain still it's just still hard to wrap your head around it (laughs) it is well even from where i'm sitting it's yeah you know there's like a billion billion things that i'm thinking and Mm. most of it's just what is going on in the head of someone that well they're not right no they're really not they're really they're sick it's pathological well i think yeah it is pathological and i think but it's hard when you're a first-time mom like how do you teach your kid what do you say to your kid when your kid's like oh that's what happened three years old well that stress is that's stressful oh it's a constant i don't know what to say to little ac well presumably that her dad is not in the picture oh he's completely ghosted disappeared he won't even answer a text you don't know if he's got any involvement with the other Oh, no, no, he lives with woman one. He lives with woman one. Yeah. I mean, this all would have come out of the lockdown anyway, presumably. We would have had to choose. Well, Well, also what's crazy is their baby was born on our birthday. This our real birthday. Baby, our, yeah, our real February 18th. <laughs> <laughs> not October. Not the October one. And um, so it would have oh, been, had he carried on, he would have carried on because, yeah. you know, he really would have. No, he, well, people like that think they're being very clever. He loved the triple life. The, the, the he thing loved is, deceiving oh, it's people. excruciating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think... Oh. Um, it's next level. It is just, next level. Yeah, it's, it is next level. It's a movie. It really is. And... um. But, you know, unfortunately, I've learned it happens to more people than you would believe. It yeah. isn't just the movies. No. There are, you know, I think the hardest thing, I was in a park the other day. And, God, I didn't even tell you, Mim. I, um, I was, there were kids playing with little Ace and oh. they're all playing in the dirt and they're all varied ages. And um, one of them goes, where's your dad? Oh. And I was just like, because the mother had seen me there every, like every day and I just go, oh, she doesn't have one. And then oh. I just literally burst out crying because oh. it was the first time that I'd ever had to, because she's 14 months, no one had ever asked me that question. Yeah, of course. So then I went home and I was like, oh, That's actually gonna... I need to change that answer. She does have one. He just lives. Yeah, but what do you, you can't give someone a mother. Well, you know what, I think, I think you're entitled so, to whatever answer oh. is good for you actually with that. I don't yeah. think he, ha- he hasn't. That he's lost any right to dictate how oh, you paint yeah. And you know what? Everybody mm. who wants to be a mum or who finds themselves having a baby mm. has a version of the ideal oh. event. But then life doesn't ne- never turns out quite like that anyway. But also there's lots of ways to have a family around you and lots there of is. ways to raise a baby. Well, people tell you that. They always tell you, you know, flip it, reverse it, you know, make it. Make it's like Obama came from a single mum. Yeah, and they tell you that's what happens. People tell you what happened. You know, 
they give you the silver lining, but just something about being conditioned to this, like, partnership. Like, I don't think anything ever prepares you for being a single mum. Like, it's really... Yeah, and also it's very recent. So I think I understand why people would be saying that, but I actually think you've got to go through the process of grieving for that life that is not what what you expected. And the, the, the joy in it is... The relationship you have with your little girl, yes, and that's that's where the magic is. But yeah. but feeling all the spectrum of emotions, that's totally, and that's what happens mm. with trauma, actually. That yeah, it's you know, definitely I've got girlfriends trauma. that have had their families just, you know, one of my girlfriends going through a horrible breakup, and mm. you know, she she just kept saying to me over and over, it just this is just not where I pictured myself. Of course, I wanted to be with my other half and raising our kids together. That's what was supposed to be happening, and yeah. I think reconciling yeah. that. It's, it's shock, actually. It's yeah, it is going shock. through shock. Yeah, you know, and um, and it, when pe- when something awfully traumatic happens, like if mm. your other half had been in an awful accident and died, oh gosh, yeah. people understand the shape of that grief. Yeah, because they do. It's, it has a, a very obvious. But when it's something that's complex Emotional. and involves deceit mm-hmm. and and uh, this sort of web, then there's all this yeah. other stuff. And probably sometimes people have asked you questions. You're thinking. I don't want to be answering that. I, I'm really hurting. I don't yeah. want to be starting to, you know, marvel at the extraordinary yeah. situation I've inadvertently <laughs> walked into. You know? I'm not in a film. This is my actual yeah. life, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the world is full of strange people, but I still do believe most people are good. They are. That's why people react that way, because it's mm. not, you're not alone, but it's also not not that commonplace and that mm. it must be hard to keep the perspective and it must be weird for you to see your sister yeah, having to go horrible. through that and not horrible yeah it's horrible i was listening to a podcast on um single mom survival the other night and it was this um girl who had been raped and um the baby came she actually took the morning after pill when she went to the hospital and um but sure enough she was still pregnant so she had wow. the baby um and anyway long story short she was in university when this happened and she needed some money. So she approached the father because she knew who he was because he worked in the diner at the school, at the university. Gosh, and um, get this, the so then he gives support, like income or whatever, part of his income, and then he asks for custody of his child. <gasps> so she was talking about how she manages um, that whole situation. I was like, okay, maybe my situation isn't quite as bad. <laughs> But it's, so that's why when you asked to do this podcast, I was like, look, you know what? Maybe I think they're, they've really helped me podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. It's been my therapy. And <laughs> no, when no. you put the post up, did people, was it Have we, things in the reaction that were helpful or did people oh, you knew amazing. come forward? Oh, yeah. A lot of the people. reactions were beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And again, so many people saying, thank you for sharing it this. It felt this freeing. Is a similar story. Yeah. Mm. It was amazing. I thought it felt freeing to me because I was I was so sick of all the questions of where's the dad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just going to also have to work out how to manage that yeah. in the future. Also for little AC, I don't know what to say to little AC. God. Well, we'll just have to work yeah, it out. Yeah, but the story will unfold. It will yeah, unfold. I know never to say a bad word about her father. Because you're never meant to say bad words. Or his family. Or his family. She'll figure it out anyway. You don't have to worry about that. I mean, I think Mm. that's a good instinct. But actually, I think it won't be that long before she'll start working out. You know, she'll ask her own questions, Mm. actually. Well, that's why I asked you, like, do you ever worry about what you're doing will have psychological effects on your child? Yes, massively. Later on in life. Like, I'm just high alert. Like, I have this massive uh, hurdle. 
Yeah, but you know what? The thing I found to manage it well to 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 cut you massive amounts of slack all the time. Mm. That doing doing enough is is good enough actually. Yeah. And doing your best. Yeah, it really is, and you can't. We we are going to all do things where the kids turn to us and go, "Oh my god, you used to do X Y Z, and that's mm. I hated that, or that really upset me, or you know." I mean, Sunny tells me one time, "What did you say I called him when he was little?" It wasn't. <laughs> it was something like I said, "Oh, you were." A bit cocky about something. Like, I must have said it, like, years ago. And he, and he still brings... I don't even remember saying it. But to him, it, he said something like, it was the first time anyone had said anything to me that made me realise something just about me could be a really bad thing without knowing. And it was like, mm. oh, terrible. Yeah. But that's just... It's going to happen. You're going to do stuff. But as long as you give them lots and lots of love and and also communicate and with best. them when... Yeah, and, and actually... There's lots of talk and research about how positive it is to show them coming out of failure or things not going to plan. Mm, You know, your daughter's going to grow up knowing you can go into the fire and walk out the other side and yeah I think yeah. that's and beautiful it's it's true well, at least her she's going to be like be look at your role model huh <laughs> at least her bar won't be that high as a, as a whole like oh I don't know about that unit, she's going to be like my mum is the strongest woman I know oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, when yeah. it comes to partners <laughs> yeah when partners she'll probably maybe she'll just have a kid with a with a donor yeah. <laughs> like, Really no. want to be a single mum. No, I don't know. Because there's, there's also other ways to have, you know, strong, great male people, you know, male yes. figures in your life. There's always, I'm a really big mm. believer in the sort of community aspect of raising children. Well, they say yeah. that, don't they? Yeah, it takes and a village. It takes a village. It mm. does. And look at the two of you together. Exactly. And, I, yeah. I, I think know. that all the time I see them together, these gorgeous little cousins, mm. mm-hmm. they will always have each other live. And, I really hope you know, so. half of their DNA is identical. Yeah, so yeah, they're kind of identical. So they're kind of like sisters anyway. So when you both had girls, sisters. did you think, yeah, did you think of course we do, yeah. We've got, like, of course we've got, like, it's mini us. Like, oh, no, they look there so we are. different. You <laughs> say that, but I don't think so. I, th- I can see, I can tell mm. they're both your babies. Really? So therefore they definitely look like each other. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's I a definite strong cookies. gene pool. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. nice. Oh, when I look at Ithaca, like older photos, I see Ace. But right now in the moment, Ithaca's just that little bit older. Yeah. There's so much more hair Loads that more I hair. can't really put it <laughs> yeah, together yeah, yeah. that they're yeah, related. Definitely. You know strong. what I find crazy about the whole single mother, motherhood and, and fatherhood because it happens to fathers as well, but I just don't understand the psychology behind people that can purposely create a child and then walk away. Walk away. Well, well I mean, I suppose you'd have to look at, you know, what happened in to their them childhood. and their model. Because yeah. some people, um, and I, I, you know, not to generalise, but my experience of it anecdotally has been the fathers that find they if they feel like they don't have a map about the kind of dad they, they want to be or wh- what they're modelling mm. for their kids, they can really freak out. Um, yeah. And it might be partly... away? Well, I don't... I, obviously, I can't relate to it, yeah. but, but for, for, you know... For me, it's the grandmother. Oh, yeah. The whole family. The gra- like, I well, get even the other woman. Is the a other mess. woman. I get it. But, like, no, you're right. And you, like, you've had a son. You love your other granddaughters, you know. And But I also oh. think the other, the, the woman won. I can't believe she's just like, oh, he's working on himself now. Oh, so she knows about all of it. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, when her sister found uh, me, yeah. But now this all... woman is um, ignoring Liv as well because Liv's well, like, she just doesn't want to get involved. She's she doesn't want to working think about on her it. life with her two little girl, well, one little girl and one medium girl. Yeah, but the thing is, her daughters have a sister. 
Mm. And it's like, come on, don't punish. Don't shoot the messenger just because Liv discovered it. Like, mm. come on. There's like a whole, I don't get it. I don't get any of it. Well, no, I mean, neither. And Not also there's him. something very sort of old-fashioned about the idea that you, you're the one who's sort of been shamed it away from being able to have yeah. the contact when actually he's the one who did all, exactly set it all right. up. Like he's just like, had Liv been having an affair that she knew about, had she known that he was a taken man, I completely understand the family mm. turning their back. I get it yeah. because you're acting, you know, yeah, it's you're not a homebreaker. Great. Yeah, of course. But you had zero idea. In yeah. fact, you were... <laughs> Was the absolute, Unless opposite. she's been led to believe that that was no, 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 no. There's no, no way she could He believe. lied on doctors, doctors' um, certificate saying he'd never had kids. He, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. The lies are crazy. The fake everything. Telephone well, numbers. Everything. Yeah. Maybe in the fullness of time, you'll feel like they've kind of done your favour because you can just go, okay, it's me yeah. and my girl. And the family we have, and let's let's do this. Let's. Well, we all joke about daddy's issues, don't we? And now, like, you know, I really—that's what I worry about. I worry about daddy issues, you know, abandonment issues, and that kind of thing. That's going to be your worry in your next chapter of life. Liv. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand the worry, but from where I'm standing, I don't. You I don't. don't think... I just don't. No, I don't see it because she's not got someone doing anything. She doesn't know any different. Kids yeah. are amazing. They don't. They never compare where they should have been or what should have been happening, mm-hmm. you know. And um, there's so many different ways to have a family, and you know everybody's really good at dealing with that. I mean, I, I've, mm. I've got a friend that just had a, a donor um, yes. baby, and you know, so Beautiful. there's no there's no dad there, and there was never going to be the dad. And you know, you I mm. don't think I just don't think anyone's going to be. She's not going to ever fill in the gap of like another life. There's it was just all, of, this all all she would have known. There's a lot of women mm. having donor eggs. I have a few friends that are doing it right now and I, I'm i really interested. Well, you're thinking about yeah, giving yeah, yeah. one of your eggs. We got our eggs frozen when we were 30 yeah. because or 29 because our career started to just take off and um, we both went through tour breakups so we um, had a bunch of eggs on ice and now um, a friend a of ours. a very good friend who's had a horrible time getting pregnant. Just 13 miscarriages or, yeah. or, or, you know, and I'm misses on IVF. And 13 years of mm-hmm. trying to have a baby. And she just doesn't want to get an egg um, from, a, from stranger. a stranger. She wants to know the medical history and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm contemplating giving her my eggs because I don't need yeah. them. And I think they're just eggs. I'm not I, a mother. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah, I well, think mother, mother, would you give mothering. your ring? It's, would you give your egg away? I think if it was a really close friend or like my sister or something, I'd definitely yeah. consider it because I feel like I feel a bit like you about that. And it's, yeah, um, there's there's more to there's so much more being a mother than than the sort of biological bit. And yeah, um, yeah, I think I'm quite and I also feel the joy that about I get all now. Of it, really. Like yeah. I have such joy from being a mother. I had no yeah. idea. I had never babysat any children before having kids. No. I didn't even want kids. My friends had kids. I gave them back. I loved it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I have a kid and I don't know. I've, I love it. It yeah. is the greatest joy. It's a it one. is. It is. Actually, and, and I was thinking as well about what you were saying, Liv, about your worries about your daughter and the issues yeah. and stuff. But I suddenly thought, hang on a minute, I, c- I can give you a really close-to-home example because my parents split up when I was only four. Oh, right. And they had a very, like, I can't remember any happy memories of their yep. marriage mm. together at all. And I can remember them splitting up. Mm. Wow. But then when I was that. seven, my mum met my 
stepdad. My dad met my stepmom. Amazing. I started, my, my brother was born. And, and now I've, mm. I always say to people, oh, I've got two examples of happy marriages rather than one example of a bad one. Well, and, see, that's lovely. You know, you're, you, the, the life, life goes on. Like you, and you never kind of sit around going, oh, I wish my, I never once thought my mum and dad should be together. In fact, yeah. I don't really understand how they were together. Wow. <laughs> you know. And, oh, I'm happy to hear that. I just don't. <laughs> no, maybe you're not I, there yeah, yet. Not but it's there. actually, you know who you're really thinking about with the trust issues mm. is probably you, yeah. not, not your daughter. Because yeah, your daughter's going to be yeah, fine. Right. It's about you feeling like that. But that will all come mm. because you're talking about it. You're not, you're actually you, she's facing it head herself. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she really is. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of healing with exposure, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, and you also know, just you... Like, you loved fully and now you've got you to... Did. You've got you did. You loved to, truthfully yeah. and yeah. fully. Yeah. That's the beauty in That this. is the beauty. Yeah. So now you... And you have a, a little girl out of it who's mm. made of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you'll start with yourself and grow yeah. with her with that and they'll make your own future. Yeah, and you'll exactly. get, one day you'll find yourself somewhere and think, this is exactly where I'm meant to be and none of this yeah. would have happened if that bozo hadn't done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'll be able to say, thank goodness, because it's led me to this bit and this is exactly the right thing now. Yeah. I really I def- believe in all that. It's your big trauma in your life. That's yeah. going to, you know, yeah. yeah, that's your big, oh, yeah, you know, I, I might get cancer or something else or you, you, this is I'll your trauma. Get cancer. We're not going <laughs> to make, li- no. make a list of all the other possible <laughs> no, traumas you, know, you might experience. You do get like, <laughs> you don't have that many crazy traumas. You'd be, you'd be no. very unlucky. Yeah. yeah. I think. It's so, still the best um, breakup story I've ever heard. <laughs> no friend has been able to be there. You're like, I can trump this. <laughs> it's the best dinner table yeah, yeah. conversation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it definitely adds silence to the dinner table. <laughs> yeah, wow. What do you say drop. next after that? Yeah. I know. Uh, I, yeah. I was just, it was, I know. Seeing friends' reactions because they obviously all knew him. Yeah, yeah. Was just oh, the seeing big our one. dad's reaction. Yeah. Dad, oh, our family. Yeah. My grandmother's reaction. Yeah. But really, you're the one anyway. who live a happy, happier life, and he's got to sit around stewing in whatever stupid mess with all these horrible people he's got around him. So yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Birds of a feather, right? Happy. Flock together. Yeah, wow. they don't really know the full, full, full truth. So I think he's definitely painted something yeah, that he's made really them quite into all that. How, how did you find your? Do you think work helped you when you were doing yes. bits and oh, bobs? Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Gosh, I think I would have probably, in a way, been that far pregnant because obviously I, I know it sounds horrible, but I couldn't terminate. Just the thought of it, the fact that I even wanted to when I found out was is now when I look at my little girl, I'm oh. like, wow, gosh. Horrendous. That's where I believe what you were saying, how the world does take care of you and it'll all make sense because yeah. I really do believe that. I'm like, I don't want to cry again. <laughs> but she was meant to be here. But, yeah. Um, yeah. She's a little, she's wonderful. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. healthy, she's strong, she's fiery. Yeah. You know, I do <laughs> compare it. My daughter's more gentle. So I kind of think that's going to give her the the balls to life. Mm. What, was your, what was your question again? Um, I was asking about how work... Oh, yeah. How, if it was... I, I mean, think the work yeah, helped yes. a lot. You throw yourself into things and... Being pregnant, like having a child and working was basically just like what... what um, got me through yeah, I think being busy momentum. is always good yeah. you know our mum has this famous <laughs> saying what's her, I think I call it the Flav Nervo saying <laughs> yeah. but um, if you need a job to be done give ask it a to busy a, lady yeah give it to a busy girl mm, I've actually quoted that that just today earlier today really? yeah yeah I really like that as well because um, as you clean up the mess of your five kids <laughs> exactly because <laughs> uh, women are naturally supposedly quite good at you know multitasking yeah. and problem solving and I think you know, parenthood obviously brings a lot of those uh, things to the fore. Mm. Um, and actually, yeah, now that I've got 
a few kids, I kind of pride myself on like being busy. something happens. Well, yeah, but also if something happens, like if mm. you know one of them spills something or something, yeah. they've got no clothes. I'm like, come on, problem yeah. solved. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, got to be yeah. a way to get myself out of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, do you think your having babies has influenced your creativity? Do you think it's yes. changed how you feel about work? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're writing some really worldly, heart, deep, deep, deep We're writing beautiful lyrics. Yeah, deep, oh. lyrics. Deep, deep. And, do you remember that song? Um, Rockabye. Oh, I love that song. No, but the I hope you dance. Oh, yeah, it's a you country know? song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, that was written for her daughter. That the mother, she was a big country singer ah. and a dancer, not singer, um, writer. And um, that was her biggest hit. And when she asked about it, when she was asked about it, she said oh, it was about my child. So I'm, I'm hoping we have a huge hit. Yeah, that would be <laughs> nice, yeah. right? That would be so nice for someone else doing, or for anyone. It's, you know. it's, it's, it just changed us so much. Mm. You know, we're writing baby nursery rhymes and we're doing like, <laughs> we're really doing different things. Yeah. Which I really like. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the next we were, Yeah. We still, I do miss DJing. I really do miss getting up there and yeah. just going crazy mm. and feeling that energy. And, and of course we do our radio shows and things like that, but it's, it's not the same. And did you ever feel when you first went back to do things in clubs and stuff, did you feel weird about being in new... No, 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 no. I didn't. I only feel really? weird now. I did on the dance since... floor stuff. No. Really? Did you? Yeah. But you didn't have any of that? No. no oh, what be... about your sense of your your actual physicality? Did oh, you oh that's Because there's oh. obviously a real look that goes along with the club scene. And... Yeah, it's horrible. So, it uses quite a lot of light crack. We do. A lot of plastic <laughs> that yeah. sucks you in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how did you find all that? Because it's quite topsy-turvy well, just sometimes. When lots of baggier, baggier um, tops <laughs> and learning to love your curves a bit more or you they're, they're not really curves in my case. They're just like oh plonks. come on. I think all of, <laughs> all of us are pretty lucky though. We all bounce back pretty like yeah well, yeah yeah look yeah. At you, Sophie, five kids. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> don't. don't. Do you know what I it's found funny? Generous, but you guys always looked amazing. I was. I we think were, honestly, if I, following you know your Instagram and. <laughs> I always love you to see what you're up to, but I do think it's always a place that makes me smile and you always Aww. look so happy and there's so much love that comes, not just for you and your little ones, but the two yeah. of you together. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it emanates from the pictures Yeah, we are the a unit. You, you are. We you are. are. She's my wife. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> you don't you need a husband, wife. you already have a wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know what we found quite interesting? So going back to what you were saying about how we're in such a youth, um, a youthful Business, obsessed. I guess. Mm. Or youth obsessed. The world is youth obsessed. Yeah. And the fountain are. of but youth. You need to look. Music. Particularly dance music. And particularly music. for women in dance music. Oh, gosh, yeah. You can be an older bloke DJ. Yeah. Can. Yeah. 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 But the thing is what I really, the double standard in it all, which I'm not mad about, it was just interesting to see that when we, um, obviously we have to announce that we've got kids because it's so obvious that when we become pregnant it um it made it onto our social media into the outside world but all these djs that you wouldn't know had a herd of children at home all come up to you start showing you baby photos and it's like wow i've been touring with you like 10 years and i had no idea that you had two kids at home yeah so suddenly you become part of this gang and i think what's what I'm proud of and what I love about Nervo versus some other of the male DJs. Yes, we, we, too, we tell people. We are we're transparent, we're whereas there's a lot of this kind of, I think a lot of the blokes um, aren't exposing the truth of their kind of family lives. They're like just yeah. sipping tequila bottles and stuff, but actually they're family men at home on the weeks, yes. <laughs> during the weeks and... 
I think I wonder how long it'll be before hopefully that narrative can change. You know, I'm seeing a lot, a Brazilian DJ Beautiful. posting a lot about his newborn now. Yeah. And, um, but I've certainly not seen the older guys who now have grown kids yes. um, ever put their family on social media. It's, no. it's interesting. No, you're right. And it's... Um, but us I, women have to. We do, yeah. but I mean, actually really it sometimes it makes you feel like you've been put in a little different box of like, mm. uh, okay, I mean, I remember when... Um, because I had Sunny when I was 25. Yes. Yeah, so not like mega young, but relatively. Yeah, young. And then I felt like after that, doing the sort of pop music and the stuff that was, you know, trying to get played on Radio 1 and this kind of thing, I just felt like I'd put myself in this different sort of bracket. Mm. And I did feel like it was Do you think it just affected, affected cool your career? To, uh, yeah, but I think, um, I think actually a lot of it, I just sort of found my own feet with shaping it a different way. Yeah, but of course. I think there was probably a few years where I felt like there were two different things trying to run along. And I felt fine about it, but other people I felt were not as welcoming. Do you know what I think is interesting? I bet your fans didn't feel like that. I think it's sometimes the people in the biz. I totally agree. The record label execs, the the men (laughs) that are around you and they're like, oh, you're not sexy anymore. Exactly. She's a mum. Yeah, she's a mum. Whereas had you spoken... Or being able to even really yeah. speak properly to your fans, then I bet so many of them would have been like, "Wow, look at that." Well, I think you're, I think you're right about all of it because I think the narrative does have changed. Because one term I've always detested is that milf thing. I'm like, yeah. like don't chuck me a bone here. Like you know, if you're, the women can be all, all these things, like you, well, don't you have detest to, the word milf. I hate it. I, think I love it. Really? Of course, I love it. I mean, I love <laughs> I think, it. Like, I want to be a milf. No, I think it's so degrading, though. It's like you've got a term like. Like, as if you need a term because otherwise, you, if, I think if you're empowering. not called it, then you're not it, if you sort of mean. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't no, like no. it. I think it's empowering. Okay. It's All right. like, yeah, like DILF <laughs> as well, daddies. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I find that a positive. Okay. All right. Yeah. I have to feel a bit different. I don't know. I've just always felt it's a bit like. Maybe because you were younger. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you were young. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, it's true. You're, you're a decade younger. It just younger felt a bit like a bit pitying, I suppose. Like, oh, don't worry, I still would. Like, shove off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Because <laughs> you were probably still ready to be like, a, yeah, like not a milf, just a normal. Just because you have a kid doesn't mean you're yeah, yeah. an alien. Exactly. Did you find um, your friendship group changed when you became a mum? Because this is something we were talking about the other week. Mm. Um. No, no. I think like my really close friends are the same, mm-hmm. but I think there was a bit when I had kids and they hadn't, where mm. I felt like mm, it just used to feel like they'll get this one day when they've got kids. Why, yeah. you know, like if we, I don't know, arranged to have supper together and we were meeting at eight, and I got there at eight, yeah. and then they got there at like twenty past, and yeah, they'd be like, and I'd be like, I have to go home. If yeah. I'd known you were going to be here at eight, you know, eight twenty, I would I have couldn't. left. I would have done the bedtime story, and I would have <laughs> yeah, had time yeah, for yeah, that. And course. now I missed the bedtime story because you were late, and now you don't, you know. And I just used to feel like they didn't get it that all those mm. time, all those things matter in a different way, and leaving early and all that as well, yeah, and yeah. Um, and all the feeding and all the stuff that just takes over your brain so much. Yeah. So I, didn't, I felt like my friends didn't have, most of them didn't have a, a kid till I had my third, which is when I was 32, 33. Yeah. And that was when everybody started having their first, ma- mainly, like yeah. broadly speaking. Um, except for my best friend who's just had her first last year. It's really sweet. Wow. So, yeah, it's really nice. Actually, the year before last year, he, my I godson mean, Finn and Mickey are the same age. It's really isn't cute. it funny that you've been having kids throughout <laughs> all of those women? Yes. <laughs> I'm still learning. I still feel like I do things differently with each of them and learn I new bet. bits and bobs and yeah, definitely. I still don't I don't feel like 
I can't like high five myself yet. And until they're all, oh, I'll high five you. All all grown up. Up. I, think women, like, <laughs> I think women and mothers, I just think they're amazing. I really do. Do you think you'll have a sixth, uh, sixth, I can't say that word, sixth, sixth child? Uh, I'm really bad. I can't say like Never? definitely not, but wow. I think it's really unlikely because mm. I honestly feel like. I feel like my head's kind of at maximum capacity now. With, yeah, especially with, with COVID. Smalls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when the lockdown happened, I was like, whoa, this just wasn't a factor in the family planning. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I don't know. I mean, what's happened in the past is that they get to a little bit older than Mickey and I start thinking, oh, yeah. maybe another. But then this time I'm like, he's quite a good one to end on. You know, he's a dancing baby. He's, he's quite so good gorgeous. He's <laughs> he a happy good baby. He is happy. He is happy. And social. Yes, yes, he You're loves seeing you guys. Yeah. He likes seeing new people, new faces. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose the other thing I want to ask you, actually, but and I know this won't be, um, not circumstantially, but mm-hmm. uh, do you think you're the sort of mums that you thought you'd be so far, Oof. small people? Um, well, Good question. Great question. I think we're so early in the mum, mummering, if mm. that's even a word. Mumming. Don't think it's a word. No, it's not a word. <laughs> I, don't, I think I'm not... Um, I've surprised myself. I thought I would always be very strict mm. and I think I am a pushover. Yeah, <laughs> like me too. I'm trying to... Um, I don't think you are. I mean, I am. <laughs> I, I'm, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm trying Sleep to stop time. breastfeeding. Like I co-sleep with my mm. little girl and she's still breastfeeding and she's 14 months. I really thought I would stop by now. I've tried a few times but I just, you know, it's just easier to keep her on the boob than, you know, than insist to get yeah. like, that she calm herself without it so yeah I think I'm a lot softer which is a bit annoying because I want a well-behaved child (laughs) I think that also comes being working mums because if we are working for six hours in the day or Mm. eight hours when we get home we just love those cuddles yeah so if you had to discipline and say no you need to eat all your vegetables and then you can have some pudding even food I give her biscuits all the time because I feel like she's a bit skinny (laughs) Give her some, some so fatten her up. Chubba. Mm. And do you do they come along to any work things? Because you obviously used to bring along to everything, but do yeah. they actually come like backstage at clubs and things like no, that sometimes? No, no. No. Unless we were going straight from the gig to the the airport, they would stay in the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. always that we, hasn't happened a lot though. Normally no. they're in the hotel. So we're actually only apart from them for the few hours of the show. And mm. even now they still bring them around with you or Yes. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. We don't bring them to the studio anymore because they're just too loud. Can't get anything yes. done, yeah. yeah, we don't get anything done. Um but yeah, well, I mean, like we're, they're at home now, so straight after this we'll go home and see them. Yeah. And do they like music? Do they, they kind of bop along to the clubby yeah. stuff? My girl loves it. She <laughs> sings. Yeah, she's... Your girl's a little performer. She's definitely got something. I mean, mm. your girl does too, but they're just chalk and cheese. They're different. Really? Yeah. You can really see that already. Already. That's so cute. Yeah. Mm. Ace is more quiet. Much but, more quiet. Yeah. Mm. But she's stronger. When do you think you saw the character of your kids? Like what age and how Some much of it? Some of it quite early, I think. Yeah? But I think... Under two? Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say there are like little tiny things from when they're really small, but I think probably from about, yeah, like 14, 15 months, you really start seeing quite the sort of bigger brushstroke things emerging and you think, okay, you're that kind of guy or yeah. this <laughs> kind of guy. Yeah, definitely. Um and it's really nice. It's really exciting. Yeah. Think, oh, you're that kind of character, or I see you find that kind of thing funny, or 
that's the sort of, you know, music you like or how you like to run around or the toys you like to play with. Yeah. So, yeah, Mickey's just sort of just getting into his stride, I think. And also it's normally when they stop being really sort of quiet and easygoing and get really vocal. And yes. Mickey's quite shouty, which I find it's hard. I wouldn't be able to bring him to work now. No way. I used to bring him on tour and now it's like, you're going to yeah. stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> Just wouldn't get anything done, but... Well, we brought them on tour last week and we loved it because, I don't know about you, we just find we're cleaning the whole time. Mm, Whereas if they come on tour with us, hotels are fine. You can mess them up. I would never change a nappy without a changing mat on a bed, just in case. At home. But at a hotel. Yeah. (laughs) I know, I know. No, it's definitely... And we um, ate in bed, right? Yes. We would never do that (laughs) at home because... And I had to change the sheets and I'm sleeping with crumbs for a week. <laughs> exactly. Actually, that is what happens in my house because the kids only have like toast or something in my bed just before. Oh, really? Oh, it's really annoying. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm like, I'm a bit of a pushover basically. Oh. And so they'll, if it's like bedtime and then they say I'm hungry, I'll go, okay. And then they'll watch like a little cartoon and eat some toast or something. But does, is Richard more the disciplinary parent mm. or he both pushovers? <laughs> he's quite, no, he's probably a bit more... Mm, I'm like, like I'm, I'd say I'm like the more everyday, huh. strict, like get cross about things or be yep. relaxed about things. And he's the one, the bigger, like, okay, now this has to stop. And okay, he'll, nice. he'll be kind of quiet, 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 and then just be like, so if you basically, if you've made a big boo cross, yeah, then yeah. that's like serious. It's Whereas nice. for me, the kids are like, well, I've sort of seen you angry before. I know it doesn't amount to much. Oh. You know? They're not scared of me, which I, was, I find very disappointing. I think that was how our family was, actually. Our mum was the everyday disciplinary. And our dad was the, when he spoke, you had to listen. Yeah. <laughs> we all listened. Yeah, it's funny. And I think there's probably more traditional than I would have imagined we'd yeah. be. Yeah. Because you are a quirky couple. But, yeah, yeah, when it comes to raising kids. Yeah, you kind of revert back to things sometimes. Um, do you think you can imagine your girls when they're older, like, DJing together? Yes. Kids. Yes. Come definitely. on. Absolutely. <laughs> you I have can to keep it. I love that. Yeah. Mummager right here. <laughs> Chris Jenner two <laughs> I would love. That. I would love nothing more than for our career to morph into the managers of our kids. If, if they loved it. Wow. Yeah. We're so lucky that we we're family and yeah. we've somehow built a career in music. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, because the the arts. The biz is difficult. I mean, you're lucky also because you've, even though Richard's not your twin, he's your partner, so he's mm. kind of been with you for a long stint, right? Mm-hmm. Did yeah. your mum help you through your music at all? Because she's a, a personality, isn't she? She's um, Yeah, no, she, but she's more in a TV person. She used to okay. present the children's TV program. So, oh. no, they were sort of, I think that was kind of in a way what was what attracted me to the idea of working in music, not just the fact that I love music, but my parents both worked in telly, so it was similar enough that they were not phased by the fact I went to music, but it was different enough that it always felt like mine. Your own, great. Yeah, mm. so they've never really... I've sort of been the one to teach, to tell them about how the music industry works and uh-huh. things like this. So they, they don't freak out because mm. they know vaguely, like, the sort of peripheral things the same, but the core of it's, like, always been mine. Yeah. Do they help you with big decisions like finding a manager or a record label or anything like that? No, but I'll, tell, I'll talk them through everything. But, no, I mean, my parents normally have quite a sort of simplistic idea of, like, well, why don't you just release this or why don't you and just tell them just, you want to do that? Yeah. And it's me going, well, I, doesn't, I have to, It doesn't you know, work. And yeah, yeah different mechanisms that, record, that go on. Just go number one. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I know, oh, I know. It's the disappointing thing. Put your parents just think Instagram. everything should just be <laughs> yeah. massive all the time. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. But. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. No. 
yeah, it really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, my brother's a, a musician as well, so he's a drummer. So I think the two of us have kind of in a similar industry, which is cute. My brother comes on tour with me sometimes. Oh, oh that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's a full it's nice. family affair. It is. I know. I love it though. That's yeah. the beauty of it, and because you two have always done your work together, presumably mm. a lot of it never felt like work, and you've had mm. you've learned together and always had each other as counsel. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. really good. It's everything. It is. That's been the um, the reason why we're still the secret in it. to our endurance. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. And how significant do you think it is that you both became mums at the same time? Oh, I think it's um, really. I think it's, it was a lucky look. It it, it was it, it was a mistake. It was a lucky mistake. Well, we planned it a little it wasn't, bit, but it mis- wasn't really. We what happened was when Mim got pregnant, we all were kind of we knew you were trying. You got pregnant on your second go, yeah. like your second month. So then it was like, oh wow, you're pregnant. And then we started looking ahead at the calendar and was like, well, you'll have to take this much time off. You know, five months. And um, my boyfriend and I had been talking about it for like almost two years. So we were like, <coughs> you know. Let's also try, and then we were lucky enough to get pregnant really easy as well. So it was a it did great just thing. work out. Yeah, mm. I think more than that will just work out. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, thank you so Can't much. Nice. Lovely. Yeah, I love you so. <laughs> So that was Mim and Liv telling their story. Um, well, the beginning of their story as mothers. But it'd be quite cool to catch up with them a few years down the line, I think. Um, but I think you'd agree with me that those daughters they have are going to be pretty fearsome, strong women. They've got amazing role models. And not to forget as well that, you know, as with any aspect of parent- parenting, not all mothers are maternal, not all fathers are paternal. But also, you do not have to be a father or a mother to be capable of nurturing, supporting. I think someone used the phrase mother hearts, but there's father hearts too, aren't there? We can all have father figures and mother figures in our lives, whether or not they have they have their own children. I know, I was thinking today, because it's Mothering Day, on the Sunday, I was thinking about the women that have helped me, or not just women, men too, but I suppose I was thinking mainly of women who'd helped me with how I set the framework of becoming a mum myself when I first had Sunny. I was 25 and didn't really have a lot of... I don't think I had any girlfriends. I had a baby at the time. And some of the women that helped me the most, people like our nanny, Nanny Claire, uh, who was our nanny for 11 years, and she didn't have any of her own children. But my word, she really helped me become the mother I am now. Um, And also, how cool is it that you can have babies and also be, like, really incredible international DJs? I think that's pretty darn incredible. And I know we did talk about it in the the interview and say about how social media doesn't portray uh, real life, which we all know, of course, but but it does show you a little bit of how flipping fantastic Mim and Liv look, even after having these very small babies, which I think is really cool. I think it's really inspiring. They're they're very... um, yeah, they're just women I'm really, really fond of. And I'm, um, I think they're really thriving, not surviving these days. So that's all good. Um, oh, well, I'm, I am going to say next week it's Ellie Taylor because we know it is. I've already recorded it and it's done. And she was great. And I see that she's now got her book, uh, My, uh, what's it, My, How to Ruin Your Life in the Simplest Way Possible. Uh, and it's all about having a baby and how... I think she might have called it my baby and other mistakes. But now I'm, I'm walking away from the house. I haven't got my laptop in front of me. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Anyway, if you go on Ellie Taylor's page, you can pre-order the book. It looks really cool. It's sort of the insight into how she found motherhood when she wasn't really sure she wanted to be a mum at all. Um, 
Anyhow, I'm really rambling now. And do you know what? Guess, get this, this will make you laugh. I haven't even picked up the ketchup for the milk. Yeah, you kind of knew that'd be the case, didn't you? Just ended up just taking advantage. You know what's really nice out here? It's really quiet. Um, and besides, you know, maybe I'll say the first five shops I tried didn't have said items. Uh, yeah, I'm using it as an excuse. Right, I'll let you get on with the rest of your day. Thank you as ever for your time and lots of love. And whoever you are, happy, uh, supportive person day to you. Because I'm sure whether or not you're a parent, you've helped someone on their way to being a parent themselves. Just because, you know, the very fact you're listening to this means you're interested in other people and the experiences they have. That makes you lovely. And on that note, I bid you adieu. See you soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.